Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 Spring Reading Guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! Hi readers, so before we start the show I have a quick ask. Will you pretty please rate and review the show if you like it? I mean, if you don't like it, well, you know, that's your choice. But if you do like it, rating and reviewing helps other people find a show. So if you take a few seconds and hit those five stars, that helps. And if you take a minute to write something nice about the show, that will help even more. So thank you, thank you, thank you in advance, and alrighty, now on to the episode. Hello, I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast. The show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things and having fun. It's Throwback Thursday and in today's episode I'm sharing an interview I had with author Maisie Card to talk about her debut novel These Ghosts Are Family. Stay tuned! So I have a quick question to ask you. Have you ever thought about starting a reading habit? Or maybe you're a once in every blue moon type of reader, but you want to be more consistent and maintain a reading habit. Or maybe you're an avid reader, but you're interested in having a more intentional and fulfilling reading life. Does that sound like you? If any of those scenarios sound like you in even the slightest, I want to invite you to take the What's Your Reader Type quiz. It will only take 60 seconds of your time and you'll discover your reader type. But most importantly, you'll get the resources you need to start reading, maintain the habit and get intentional. So visit readertypequiz.com. That's readertypequiz.com. It will only take you 60 seconds and you'll discover your reader type and get the resources you need. So whether you're an aspiring or avid reader, go to readertypequiz.com, spend 60 seconds and take the quiz that will help you get clear on where you are right now and what you need to do to live your best reading and literary life yet. 
Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Reader's Couch podcast. It's Throwback Thursday, and in today's episode, I'm sharing an interview I had with author Maisie Card to talk about her debut novel, These Ghosts Are Family. This interview was recorded, and her book was published in June 2020. Now, These Ghosts Are Family is a multi-generational novel, and in this story, we meet Stanford Solomon, a man with a big secret. The truth is, he is Abel Paisley, a man who faked his own death, stole another man's identity, and through the book, we see the consequences of Abel's decisions on his family. I really enjoyed this book so, so, so much. It's a dysfunctional family story at its core, but it's also filled with history and folklore and ghost and just so much more. The novel actually spans two centuries and we see eight generations of the Paisley family. So if you're a true fan of multi-generational stories, this one is definitely for you. So I hope you enjoy this chat I had with author Maisie Card to talk about her debut novel, These Ghosts Are Family. So Maisie, tell me about your novel, These Ghosts Are Family. So These Ghosts Are Family is a multi-generational family saga. Um, it begins with the patriarch of the family, um, his name is Stanford Solomon, who is a Jamaican man living in Harlem confessing that he used to be a man named Abel Paisley, but that um, when he was in his 30s, he faked his own death and he stole his friend's identity. Um, The novel novel is kind of a panoramic view of the trauma inflicted on other family members because of this decision. It's really about how family secrets can kind of impact the destiny of people before they're born. Um, You know, and it has actual ghosts in it. They're not just you know, metaphorical, I wanted to add. So there's a blend of um, realism and magic realism. Okay, okay. Um, what inspired you to write this novel, Maisie? Um, so when I first started writing this novel, I was just writing uh, separate short stories and even an essay, and they were kind of inspired by, you know, memories and family stories, family folklore, uh, ghost stories I heard when I was a kid. Um, but at first, I didn't think any of the characters were related. Um, I didn't have the idea to set them as part of one family until later. And, you know, one day I was thinking about an essay that my mom wrote and asked me to read. It was like, I think I was in my like mid twenties. Um, so, you know, years ago, my mother decided to redo her high school diploma. She was, she's from Jamaica and a lot of employers didn't think, you know, a Jamaican diploma was valid. So she was doing, um, a correspondence course and she had to take an English class. So she had this English assignment where she had to write a personal essay and the essay that she wrote was about um, her being a kid and discovering for the first time that my grandfather had a secret family. Um, Mm. So she was like a little girl and she was sitting in his car one day and she found, you know, these school books in the car and they had other kids' names on them that she didn't recognize, but they all had the same last name as her. Um, you know, in the essay, in the essay, she kind of talked about how hurt she was. And, um, you know, I knew these people, you know, I just considered them my aunts and uncles, but I never knew the story of how they came to be in our family. And I never knew it was like so traumatic for my mother. So, you know, I come from a family where, 
we rarely kind of talk about our feelings. So the fact that she, it was a big enough deal for her to write it down and actually express that, you know, her father did something that actually hurt her, you know, was so, so striking to me. And it, it became something I kind of wanted to explore, um, you know, in an essay, I mean, sorry, in a novel. So all these books, all these stories that I was writing kind of centered on that idea. So I decided to pull them together. Oh, wow. I mean, just hearing that gives me so much more insight and, you know, kind of colors my reading experience, uh, kind of knowing that fact. But um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Um, But Maisie, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Who was your favorite character in the novel? Um, There's, I would say it's actually the character Abel Paisley, um, even though he's kind of the bad guy in the novel, um, he was the first character I started writing and I had so many different stories. Um, he's kind of transformed. I started writing this novel like over 10 years ago. So, you know, I've been writing his story for a really long time. Um, you know, so yeah, I think he's my favorite, even though he's the kind of um, a complicated character. He's definitely my favorite. Okay. Okay. So I was going to ask you, how long did it take for you to write this novel? But you kind of mentioned you've been at it in a way for 10 years. So tell me more about your process. Um, you know, I would say I, I officially started writing the book in um, when I was in grad school. I was getting MFA book in college in 2006. Um, there is like one element that started from an essay all the way in college when I was in college in 2006 probably like 2003, but, you know, it wasn't a short story. So I would say the novel started in 2006 in the MFA program. Um, You know, and as as I was saying, I was just trying to write short stories um, that were inspired by memories or by my family. Um, But over the years, um, you know, it started to evolve and, like, come together, and the stories started to have recurring characters and, you know, relate to each other. And so I started making it a novel more recently and more recent years. Okay, okay. And what would you say your work schedule is like when you're writing? Um, well, I, I'm still working. Um, you know, I'm a, a public librarian. Okay. Um, so I'm still working as a public librarian in the evening, in the afternoons and evening. So um, I always work in the morning. Uh, you know, so I like to just, you know, wake up and start writing before I do anything, uh, just so I can have that kind of behind me. But, you know, I'm not perfect in terms of uh, discipline, I would say. I, I, I don't write every day. Okay. I'm not. Um, and there are some weeks where I'll write, you know, um, you know, constantly every day, but uh, then I'll go like a month or two without it. Right. Um, you know, recently, I've, since, since I've been working since I sold the book, you know, I had to do a lot of revisions, so I was able to cut down to part-time at work. Um, but I would say, like, the, for the last 10 years, most of the time, I had, you know, sometimes I had two or three jobs at the same time. So, you know, I kind of just wrote whenever, you know, I wasn't exhausted or whenever I had time. Right, right. Absolutely. So, Maisie, are you working on any other books or projects right now? What can you tell me? Um, I am working on another book. It still doesn't have a title. It's... um. But it, it, it's also, you know, set with uh, Jamaican immigrants. It's a group of immigrant women um, working in Florida in, like, a wealthy retirement community. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the book was kind of pitched as uh, kind of like big, a Big Little Lies type book following for women and their perspective. 
Um, but it's still in the early stages, I would say. Okay, okay, sounds good and exciting. So Maisie, if you didn't write, what would you do for work or as a creative pursuit? Um, you know, I actually love being a librarian and, um, you know, I think I'll always be a librarian in some capacity. So I think, um, you know, I think I, you know, when you're writing, you never know, you never know if it's going to really come to anything if you're going to sell the book. And so, you know, I did want to have a career that I was just happy um, staying with no matter what. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I would still be a, a librarian, but um, another kind of pursuit, I think when I was younger, I was actually really interested in being an artist. Um, you know, and when I was in high school, I actually wanted to go to college for graphic design, but I kind of got talked out of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so part of me like regrets that a little bit. Right, right. Okay. Um, getting into your reading life though, what would you say was your favorite childhood book? Um, when I was young, I was really into, uh, you know, Beverly Cleary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was, those were the first books. The Ramona series were the first books that I really um, became kind of obsessed with. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, also, I I think later uh, in elementary school, I think Matilda mm-hmm. by Roald Dahl was my favorite book. Okay, okay. And what was the last book that you read that you'd now recommend? Um, the last book was Patsy by Nicole Dennis Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, which is about, you know, an undocumented woman from Jamaica living in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, you know, who leaves her child, um, you know, and that was a really amazing book. And it was a really um, kind of detailed character study. And I thought that was great. I would definitely recommend it. Amazing. I absolutely love that book too. Uh, but Maisie, when you're not reading or writing, what are you doing? Um, I'm pretty boring. I mean, I think I personally... Uh, just probably would just sit around watching trash television mm-hmm. um, and just watch reality shows. But, uh, you know, my, my partner is really into, like, going outdoors and hiking, so we do do a lot of hiking, and um, that's probably, like, the only ex- other extracurricular thing I do. Okay. And uh, share with us some of your favorite local bookstores. Um, well, right now I live in New Jersey. I live in Newark, New Jersey, and... Um, I usually go to Word in Jersey City, which is a great indie bookstore, and I believe there's one in Brooklyn as well, which I haven't been to yet. So that's one of my favorites. And I also, there's a bookstore in Newark called Source of Knowledge, which is um, a Black-owned bookstore that, uh, you know, features a lot of books from the Black diaspora, which I love too. Amazing. Love to hear it. Okay, so getting back to these ghost stuff family, Maisie, what are you hoping readers might think or feel after they've finished reading your book? Um, I just hope that the characters feel recognizable or, you know, real enough for them to keep thinking about them after they close the book. And I guess I want them to kind of feel some connection between the characters' experiences and their own. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Maisie, thank you so much for coming and speaking with me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. 
Thanks again for listening and happy reading.